eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Full 90 Extra Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, and by weekly I mean once a monthly. <laughs> Nerdy soccer culture fan outrage in an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty MLS. Listen, if the team's not going to f- play for a month, we're not going to talk about them. We are your hosts for mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor, and he's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at CenturyLink Field getting yelled at for being too excited about things. He's Brandon from the internet. Hi. Nailed the greeting. <laughs> I, I can see you haven't lost a step, Brandon. Uh, I, I for one, was not part of the growing injury list. <laughs> Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a comment. We just want to know who your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player is, preferably one with a functioning hamstring. So, Or, or one that's not on international duty. <laughs> <laughs> who you got? <laughs> uh, let me see. I think the kit guy might still be around. <laughs> they fired the one kit guy a few years ago, so that's too bad. Brett, is that his name? Yeah. Oh, uh, what's R- up, Brett? R.I.P. and P. <laughs> I bet you Brett is um, still drunk after watching the St. Louis Blues win the Stanley Cup. How has no one ever said R.I.P. and P? Like, I want someone to <laughs> rest in peace and P. That's perfect. <laughs> This week, the, we're fine. This is fine. Sounders FC take on the global warming is melting the Vancouver Whitecaps in a battle for the Chad Marshall Memorial Cup. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. I mean, he's not dead, but... Well, to us. To us, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, His hamstrings are still alive, though, so I guess technically we shouldn't just write him off so quickly. <laughs> can we can, can we make Chad Marshall, uh, like, is, is hamstring donations a thing? Oh, he can man. Keep his, he can keep his brain and uh, def, hashtag definitely not a retirement injury. Yeah. Uh, and we just give his hamstrings to whoever's still left on the team. I saw an article that I'll horribly misquote right now. and Great. Um, yeah, it was like a guy is going to give living brain tissue to science while he's alive so they can study what? like 
it's like Alzheimer's or the shaky one or one of those, right? And so he's going to, I don't know how it's going to work. I didn't click on it for sure because gross. <laughs> the shaky one. Listen, I'm not trying to be rude. I just can't remember what it's called. And you understand what I was saying, right? <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Parkinson's. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Listen, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be rude. I couldn't remember and no, I got the course. message across. So there we go. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. So if that's possible, <laughs> then Chad Marshall could certainly give up a little hammy, right? There's four of them in every person's leg. Just come on. Give us a couple, Chad. Oh, uh, do we have four hamstrings? Yeah, there's uh, four different strings of ham. Evidently, we're <laughs> mostly pork in the legs. And, uh, they, you know, most of us don't take care of them, so they kind of just meld together. But, like, when you get, go in and get deep tissue massage, they separate them out. It's real weird, dude. It's real weird. So. I'm trying to come up with something for pork in the legs, but I can't quite figure it out. I yet. don't think it needs to be upped, to be honest. <laughs> I I have an injury of my own right now, Brandon. It's it's really, it's not troublesome, but it's very bothersome. If that makes is it sense. karate is it karate related? Well, it is. I have a hamstring injury. No, <laughs> for real. At my karate test, I hurt my goddamn hamstring. <laughs> I'm not messing around. It's been a, a disaster. It's a strain, I think. I think I'm going to make a full recovery. and I've been pushing it a little too much. But uh, the injury I was going to bring up, though, before you said karate, it's not an injury. Again, it's just it's just bothersome. I trimmed my beard today. I've got a beard-related injury. Um, there's a little pokey piece of mustache hair that is kind of caught between my gums and my tooth. Oh. And it is causing a real scene oh, right now. Oh, that's a, a hair splinter in your own mouth? Yeah, that's exactly what that is. So um, that's terrible. I, I tried drinking this uh, three-way IPA from Fort George, thinking that that would help. It has not helped. I mean, it has helped, but it has not <laughs> alleviated my problem. So I don't know about you. Are you bringing any injuries to the pod today? Um, yeah, I I slid. I played softball last Monday, mm -hmm. and I slid into second base wearing shorts um, on you know public park dirt yeah so, uh, infield so your balls are just a streak now down the <laughs> yeah no my my leg my left leg had this like massive uh you know scrape up the side of it and i was like oh, i'll wash that when i get home and yeah. so i got home and i no. rinsed it out and cleaned it out and then uh went to work the next day and it was all fine and used some neosporin and the hydrogen peroxide and all those things that you're supposed to do yeah. and um i got home from work the next day and and uh took my shoes off and my pants off and uh, then I looked down at my leg and the the scrape itself was, you know, pretty normal looking. But my left leg, you know how it kind of like, you know, your your the top of your leg goes down to your knee and then it bows back out where it shows your calves. Uh, my calves went straight down to the ankle. Basically. Oh, my gross. Yeah, just swollen. Oh, okay. I thought it actually moved down. I was like, you have a real problem. You need to get this <laughs> immediately looked at. No, basically for like three days, my my uh, left uh, my left calf was like a tube from my knee to my uh, yeah, you had to cankles. Like my lower shin. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't even a cankle because I still had ankles. Like the, the swelling stopped right about where my socks go. Yeah. So it's kind of like I had one of those uh, like diabetes, uh, you know, like compression things around my left leg sure um it, yeah anyway so that was nasty and then yesterday i played softball and was like don't slide whatever you do don't slide running into third base trying to trying to beat a uh, uh throw to third 
I uh, did not slide, but I tripped hard enough that it looked like I slid mm. uh, and tore it right back open. So oh. we're, seeing, we're gonna see today how swollen this bad boy gets. So uh, everyone that's not listening to this right now, you totally slid. That was not a trip, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you tell, I told my wife it's a trip because she was like, "You should wear pants so you don't get super swollen again and slide like an idiot." And I was like, yeah. "No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna wear shorts because I won't slide." So I told her I tripped. Everybody else can know that I slid. Okay, good, 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 good. So make sure your wife isn't listening to this. Got like it. Like a real cool baseball guy. Yeah, cool baseball guy in the house. All right. <laughs> well, um, we're just kind of like avoiding the awful talk that we have to have here about uh, a Seattle Sounders squad. We have four, maybe five, no, four different sections of things to talk about. None of them good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's start uh, reviewing things that have happened since the last podcast. Okay, things that have happened since we last potted. Yeah. Or since at least we last potted together, I should say. Sounders uh, went into the Open Cup and right out. Hey, see you later. You know who made it further than Seattle Sounders FC in the U.S. Open Cup? Our favorite. New Mexico. Old New Mexico United. <laughs> Old New Mexico. In their first season, ironically. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, that is not awesome. I mean, that's obvious to say that losing is not awesome, but uh, that's the thing that we have. You know, that Not we. I don't have anything. I have a karate trophies. Those are awesome. And a thing that says I'm the number one space morning show host in Seattle. But I don't have a, uh, a U.S. Open Cup, and the Sounders have four of them at the 90 downtown. So that's pretty dope. That is that is pretty dope. Um, and it just ends there is the problem. And that's about it right now. I mean, it, in years past, it's been you know Sounders are prioritizing the Cup of Concacaf Cup, uh, and this year it would seem like the Sounders are prioritizing being able to field the full eighteen players <laughs> going into a match. It's been a minute. <laughs> it has. I mean, it's been like three games, right? I want to see Brian Meredith playing out in the <laughs> out in the midfield or something like that. They're going to need a Be careful back. what you wish for. <laughs> okay, what else happened? Uh, MLS and uh, Liga MX decided to launch a new tournament. <laughs> so therefore, the Sounders, which who were who uh, did not volunteer to play in this uh, inaugural tournament called the you know Nations Cup or whatever it's called, sure. where at least in its first tournament, eight teams, four from MLS and four from uh, Liga MX, the the league down in Mexico, will face off against each other. Those teams are the illustrious Chicago Fire, Real Salt Lake, <laughs> and two other teams that I can't remember. Wait, those Carlos Vela not part of this tournament? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you name hey. one person who is? <laughs> uh, Bastian Feinsteiger. <laughs> oh, is he still playing? Yeah, he's yeah. Bastian Feinsteiger plays center back for Chicago Fire. <laughs> does he does he want to play center back for Seattle Sounders? Because that might be a thing here. It would appear that nobody wants to play center back for Seattle Sounders right now. All right, based on the availability. Yeah, I definitely don't. I, have we talked about how I had a dream where I was having to play for the Sounders? We we've talked. You and I have talked. I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod. Yeah, that's how did a, you do? Uh, I never started. It's just like the build up, the never ending build up to it, where like you in a just dream. walking out onto a field holding no, no, a kid's no. hand, and it, you never get to stop <laughs> holding that kid's hand. It's just me dreaming about holding children's hands. That's <laughs> that's what I've been reduced to now in fatherhood. <laughs> God damn it! 
I also had a dream uh, where I was going to have to drive a race car, and people were like, it's fine. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm six <laughs> inches too tall. Like, first of all, secondly, I've never driven a race car. What do you, like a Formula One car, straight up, like a guy was like, just stay to the left, you'll be fine. And I'm like, that is not advice. Also, I'm still holding this kid's hand. Yeah. Are we just dragging him? Is this a <laughs> Lampoon's vacation scenario, and he's the dog? I don't understand what's happening here. Um, so this new tournament, I think MLS basically looked at the U.S. Open Cup and was like, we can't make money from this. Let's make this other thing where we can make the money. Uh, and, question for uh, you. Has Liga MX ever considered a partnership with Dos Equis and become Liga Dos Equis? <laughs> uh, I guarantee that one of the 40 sponsors on each of their team's kits has to be Dos Equis. Tecate's like, uh-uh, not in my house, not in my casa. <laughs> not in me casa. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, other things that have happened. The Sounders marketing team launched a new campaign called "For the Greater Ge- Gre- For the Greater Green," and I don't really get what it is. Dude, I participated. I got a got a message from a buddy that we have there, uh, whose name is rhymes with uh, Danny. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with that. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll give me the option of going back and beeping it by marking it here. <laughs> And he was like, hey, oh, you-, you also know Ganny? <laughs> he's like, hey, you want to get in on this thing and help us launch this initiative? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, okay, all you have to do is remember to do it on Monday. And I was like, it is the week before. I, like, there's no way in hell I'm going to remember this. And so I <laughs> signed on to my Twitter at like Monday at like 7 p.m. and saw like a bunch of stuff from nine hours ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, I better do that thing. So I participated. What's, what, I still don't fully understand what I was doing other than building general hype. But I mean, Full 90 Extra Time Podcast does that all the time for the yeah, greater green. What's the deal with it? Is it like a is it like an environment thing, or is it just like a be a good person in Seattle thing? I don't. I, I, don't I really... encourage you to rewind about fourteen seconds and hear me say that I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not. I think it's to build like team. Yeah, the team that is oh, okay. faltering and has no players. They're gonna do it. Yeah, what cool. it is, I'm not sure, but <laughs> they're gonna do it though. Yeah, I got it. Other things that have happened since the last time we podcasted uh, in this in this. You know, month since the Sounders last played in Seattle, Stephen Fry went to an Aerosmith concert in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, congratulations! <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this is the question I've been right kind of debating now! all day today. I've been wondering: Did Stephen Fry go to Las Vegas to see Aerosmith, or was Stephen Fry in Las Vegas and saw Aerosmith playing and was like, "Yeah, I'll go to that"? What do you think Stephen Fry's favorite Aerosmith song is? Tweet us at Full Ninety Extra Time on Twitter. Especially if you're Stefan Fry, and we can just we can just figure out exactly what that is. Yeah, loving an elevator. It's probably, I want it to be. You think it's Van Hager or Van Halen? No, those are neither of those things are Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> I've been singing songs that have no relation to Aerosmith. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm legitimately embarrassed right now. I wish you could see my red face. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. That's not your format. It's okay. <laughs> Oh man, Steven Tyler still performs? You think it's a robot yet? It must be. Uh, I, I heard that guy is donating part of his brain to be studied while he's still alive, and the other part is being replaced by a robot. By lip injections. Okay, good. <laughs> and uh, uh, in other news, Sounders, uh, Sounders have a variety of Sounders players have been uh, out in international tournaments, playing in a variety of them, like Copa America and uh, Gold Cup. Hey, and- can we talk about the difference, the drop off in quality between the two? The one that's like South America is like Brazil, Uruguay. Yeah. Like, there's like a bunch of like 
incredible teams that are playing there. And then the one that's North America is like United States, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> like teams that like no one ever Canada. Wants. Yeah. <laughs> Canada. Oh, LOL. Yeah. Cuba. I think Canada beat Cuba like seven nothing. But then you look at like Europe, there's like like Sweden and like Spain and stuff like that. And then you yeah. come like it's te- the selection it's, here is terrible. And you know what's crazy is that the uh the Copa America, the South American tournament, right? We're all where we were the South American tournament that Japan and and Qatar are also playing in this year. Obviously. Um they, uh, man, that continental uh, drift is happening a lot faster than I thought. <laughs> We're returning to Pangea. <laughs> um, uh, Pangea, Stephen Fry's favorite metal band. <laughs> His favorite Aerosmith song is Pangea. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you know you got Sounders plan- fans or Sounders players, not Sounders fans. That would be terrible. <laughs> Sounders players are playing in all of these tournaments across the uh, Western Hemisphere for the most part, and um, in those they're doing pretty well, actually. Um, Nico Ladero scored the most dope goal for a team that Luis Suarez plays on, aka <laughs> Uruguay. Um, not Barcelona uh, and not Barcelona SC where we signed Javier Ariaga from. I know it gets confusing. Yes. Um, he scored for uh, them, got two second assists, hockey assists that nobody else counts in the world except for MLS. Uh, Jordan Morris got two assists for the U.S. national team uh, when they were playing against, I don't know, Trinidad and Tobago, where yeah. they won by like a million goals. Like, can we call them Toboggan? Trinidad toboggan. and Toboggan? Yeah, that, that works better for me. <laughs> Trinidad, Trinidad, Toboggan. Yeah, great. There we go. Um, uh, Jordy DeLem got a goal, Woo! which is awesome. What a Martin great header, man. That guy looked great. That was awesome. Uh, Kevin Parsimane, a former Seattle Sounder from like seven years ago, scored a dope free kick for Martinique against Mexico. They still lost that game, um, which means Jordi Dilem is back in Seattle, which is great uh, because Martinique got eliminated. More about that later. Uh, But who cares? Um, So, yeah, Sounders doing good stuff, uh, not for the Sounders. Awesome. (sighs) Okay. Um, in other news, things that are happening, uh, Chad Marshall is still alive, evidently. I've corrected from previously in the pod. Uh, we'll evidently, get him next time. On Saturday, it's the Chad Marshall Memorial match happening. I don't think that that's... I don't <laughs> think that came out in a press release. I think they're remembering him. I can't remember the terminology that they use, but like... I don't know. They're not, they're not like uh, going to read a eulogy or something at the... At the match for him. I hear Tool, the band, is going to perform the song Eulogy live on Saturday at CenturyLink <laughs> Field in honor of the Chad Marshall Memorial match. So everyone should probably buy a ticket and go. Uh, the greatest the greatest uh, crossover event of all time, Tool <laughs> and Aerosmith. <laughs> and Stefan Fry, front row! <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a dual feature because they haven't played at home in so long, and there wasn't a game at home in June, to the best of my knowledge. And so suddenly... Pride Month is going to be over, and the big Pride Parade and everything is this weekend, and it also happens to be the Pride Match. And I just want to put this out there, that as every company on the planet that is about marketing has gotten in on the Pride Month festivities to try and be like, no, 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 we have a Pride dishwasher. Like, okay, great. (laughs) I, I get it. Everyone's trying to get in on this. But Seattle Sounders FC have been about this for a long time. This club has celebrated equality for a really long time, and they've always put on a fun uh, event, and MLS has gotten behind it with the cool scarves and stuff like that. This is It's a really great time, regardless of the fact that it's a Cascadia match. That doesn't matter against a terrible team with a team that's fielding 
teenagers. Um, <laughs> it'll be really fun, and it's a really great atmosphere and environment. So uh, if you're thinking about going to a match this year and you want to just do it for the greater good, this is the one to go to, I think. Oh, the greater green. <laughs> there you go. We figured it out. <laughs> the greater green. Whack. Oh, the greater green. Um, and then additionally, speaking of the greater green, this is what they're getting at. They re-turfed the field, evidently. Sound Art Heart reported that there was new turf going in, which is pretty dope. It's supposed to happen every four years. They're a little bit ahead of the curve because Seattle Seahawks are evidently, through some other organization, playing ball, uh, allowing this to happen now rather than in the off season for Seattle Sounders and Seahawks, they're doing it with this big gap that could install new field turf, which should be cool. Uh, hopefully fewer injuries, newer material, newer surface, less complaints. It usually works out pretty well. So they're about a half a year ahead of schedule getting this installed, which is neat. Isn't the whole thing that like the Seahawks love playing on crappy turf and or, or like turf that is crappy for soccer? And so they're probably okay moving it up ahead of schedule because they're like yeah sounders you guys just destroy it for a few months before we get on it and you know knock each other's brains out i would imagine there's some of that it's uh, crazy that they don't play on grass people try to explain it to me all the time where they're like it rains too much here it's too much this too much that and i'm like yeah there's this country called england where <laughs> all of the pitches are grass and it's not a problem when they have like i mean there are divots and stuff but like rugby squads play like it how about this? Wigan? There's a there's a stadium across the street with an entire grass outfield. Yeah, I mean it's not as abusive as uh, the NFL playing. You know, that's a tough sport that really tears yeah. stuff up. But like, I just don't like with the technology that they have for turf. I don't. I'll never understand. No matter how many people tell me if 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 they came to me and they said, Greg, it's a million dollars. That's why I'd be like, oh okay, <laughs> like I get it. Like if they just said it's about the money, fine. Even though the NFL has so much of it, it's just, I, I'll never understand why they wouldn't try to play on grass all the time. I don't know. Okay, so we've touched on it a little bit, but the Sounders are going to be in big-ass trouble this week. And it mainly comes down to remnants of the problems that we had weeks ago with a depleted Sounders FC squad from all different types of for reasons. Mainly... Starting with, uh, obviously, the injuries that we had going into this, but the international list of people that are away, and it is really, like, it's the team you want to field, <laughs> optimally, are not here. Rui Diaz, Lodero, Morris, Roldan, and even Roman Torres still active in their respective cups. Then you have Ariaga, Delem, and Jovan Jones could all be back I know that I saw Jordy DeLem was in training today, I believe, because that one kid, Connor, was posting selfies with him. <laughs> He's now my go-to source for who's practicing. <laughs> kid gets like 9,000 selfies every day, but like, okay, cool. Jovan Jones plays for Trinidad and Toboggan, and uh, they, I'm pretty sure, play. They have, they're technically eliminated from the Gold Cup, but they still have a game to play tomorrow, which has to be ah. the most like defeating feeling in the world. That sucks. So, I mean, he likely he could be back by by Saturday, but who knows? Okay. Ariaga should be. Dilemma is already back, so that's great. Um, okay, it turns out I don't know how to spell the word toboggan, so that's a <laughs> that's a good thing. Okay, and then who's this? Up, oh. sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, bad news out of like mid mat or between matches practice. This is like maybe the worst possible thing that could happen. The injury generator. 
Will Bruin leaves practice with a serious leg injury. Turns out, after some tests and some scans and stuff, dude is done for the season. So <sighs> let's go back and say Rui Diaz still away on international duty. Morris could be a goal scorer. Um, still Ladero, away on international yeah, duty. Ladero the same. And here you have the guy that's going to have to play up top, Will Bruin. ACL injury, done for the season. What the f*** are Seattle going to do? <laughs> Well, I think it's about time that the Seattle Sounders fans get to know a little guy I like to call Justin Dillon. <laughs> okay. Because that's his name. That's why I like to call him that. <laughs> that's a, that's a very nice of you. <laughs> uh, Dylan, Justin Dillon is 24 years old. Yeah. He signed with the Tacoma Defiance on March 15th, uh, a.k.a. like three months ago. Yeah. Uh, he was playing for LA Galaxy 2 before that. Okay. he's With the Tacoma Defiance, he's got six goals in seven matches. Um, and which is great. Uh, and if the Sounders get a contact, a contract workout, uh, he could be an option on the bench. Uh, they'd have to get that contract worked out by Saturday. He's been playing, uh, and practicing with the team, uh, since, you know, uh, I guess like the last couple days, uh, the last week or so. How many goals uh, did you say he has? He has six goals in seven matches with Tacoma Defiance, which Tacoma is Defiance awesome. Defiance have played 17 matches with 14 goals total. So you're Sorry, saying... I think it's six goals in the last seven matches. Still, I don't... That, that doesn't even matter. Uh, 17 games played with 14 goals. That's less than one a game. And he's got six of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Sign him up. The, the one caveat... Uh, which not that it matters because literally no forwards are signed to this team that can play this weekend except for uh, Alfonso Acampo Chavez and potentially this Justin Dillon guy who's never played an MLS match. All right, man. Well, he's probably hungry to get out there and do something. 24, it's time for him to like be able to prove himself here. He's like right. worked his whole life to be it's able like to do this. Kind of your prime. All right. Well, um, I saw another, I'm not going to get into it, but on the Reddit I saw some guy called Aaron Johansson who plays for the U.S. men's national team is considering a switch to Seattle. I don't know if there's anything to that. I think that blew up as uh, bull****. Like, that was a wild rumor that is not happening. Great. Uh, the thing that I'm interested to see, I'm sure this will get negated by the time we actually release this pod, but as of right now, no news on Brad, Brad Smith renewing his loan deal here in Seattle, and so... Uh, his deal is up on Sunday, meaning that Saturday could be his last match for Seattle. Which um, I'm hoping my brother goes and burns his Brad, Brad his custom Brad Smith jersey. <laughs> Please, Stephen, burn the jersey if he leaves. Please, like we will, we'll do a GoFundMe to raise the money to get you your 105 dollars back or whatever it is. <laughs> if we can set that on fire and send it to Brad, Brad, or to send it to AFC Bournemouth. Oh, I have an idea. Yeah, in. Garth Lagerway does not want to spend, um, let's see, let's go to the MLS player salary guy. Sure. Let's see how much Brad Smith is making. Mm -hmm. Five hundred. He does not want to spend half a million dollars on a uh, left back when we already have three left back left backs on the team. I get that. You don't want to spend half a million dollars on a guy where you have a lot of depth. Yeah. Fine. Um, the Sounders are short at forward. <laughs> Brad Smith uh, is not the best defender but is he the best forward? <laughs> have we have we given he's him the chance? He's a good defender. He what are you talking about? I said he's not the best defender. Okay. I think he's a good <laughs> defender. He's got a lot of hustle. You can really put in a cross. He's fine. He's fine. He's 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 a great I think he's a great winger. I think that his his defensive ability is 
uh, in and out too much for my liking. Yeah. So I would say that the, I love the way that he gets forward. Um, and, uh, and when he's healthy, he gets a good cross in. That's all great. Um, I don't, but this, this is all besides the point. Yeah. Because if Brad Bradsmith can play forward, uh, we've we've seen that he can score goals, uh, mostly own goals against uh, the Seattle Sounders <laughs> while playing against FC Dallas. We've seen that he can do that. <laughs> so maybe there's an opportunity here, Blogger hey, with I'm, half a million dollars. Let's just we've got a week to try it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> how about Saturday? Let's just throw him in and see what happens. Just roll those. Roman Torres is not available to play forward this weekend, but you know who <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> A little quick news out of the Chuck Taylor All-Star match. Uh, no Sounders got voted onto the team by the fans. <laughs> there was not enough votes for any <laughs> member of Seattle Sounders FC, despite the hot start. However, the coaches got together and made their votes, and the guy with the fifth most assists in the league leading into Saturday's match, Nico Lodero, will be <laughs> on the bench in the All-Star match in Orlando against whomever. I can't remember who yeah, it is. Who, who are they playing? Atletico Madrid or something like that? Atletico Madrid, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. And uh, good news for your taste buds. If you're into drinking beer, there's a new Elysian partnership with Seattle Sounders FC. I took this from maybe the press release. Yes, from the press release. Dominance is the name of the beer. Named after the Rave Green's resilient nature will make its on-tap debut. I can't remember a time, I don't know about you, Brandon, but no one has ever said to me, yo, I'm looking for a beer that sucks up front but gets great at the end. Or <laughs> maybe it starts great, but then it'll be mediocre in the middle and injured and then finish strong. I, I just don't I, I don't like this analogy, but uh, I probably like the person who wrote it, so I'm sorry to that person. I just want a beer that will pull my strings of ham for me. <laughs> Tasty strings of ham. Saturday, big match, CenturyLink Field, 7 p.m., the Chad Marshall Memorial match. He's not dead, he's just dead to us. Seattle Sounders FC third in the West somehow well, on 26 points, 7-4-5. Vancouver Whitecaps FC are like a millionth in the West with 19 points, four wins, six losses, seven draws. That is, uh, we actually drove up for this match and did a live pod on the way back down in the car which was very fun. It was a very boring game, but don't forget, they do have the turf pony. I have not heard if they bring it down <laughs> for the turf I matches. forgot. I completely forgot about the turf pony. It is lovely. So give us a little history here there, old uh, man. Yeah, Sounders and Whitecaps go so far back, but in MLS play, they are 10-7. Sounders are 10-7-6 all time against the Caps. Uh, they're five four. I see that you wrote they're five four one on the road. Seeing this game is at home. If I do the math, I think they are five three and five <laughs> at home against the Caps. So they've won five times, lost three times, and drawn five times when, at home against the Caps. What you're trying to say is that they scored sixty nine times in four hundred twenty <laughs> minutes earlier this year in Vancouver, Brandon. The important yeah, facts. If my conversion is correct. Yeah, uh, I know that you do Canadian really well, so that's yeah. good. Uh, yeah, that's what ha- I got caught up by copy paste there. So who knows if that so, stats even? So despite like I know it's been uh, forty million years since the Sounders last played, um, and we got to watch it, not counting the Open Cup, which was a just 
mess. That wasn't um, Tacoma. I don't count that as anything. That's not a home game. That's a <laughs> hey no, and that's not a diss on Tacoma. It's just like if you had to read all the Twitter from all of the people crying about driving down to there. Yeah. I'm just mad at Seattle because they don't bring ever bring them up north to the north end for the Everett people. So there you go. You can play it. Pain Field. <laughs> yes! With the Dreamlifter <laughs> taking off? Oh, man! Everyone gets knocked over by the four ferocious engines. That seems like uh, one of those like FIFA street venues, or like if you if you made uh, FIFA into like a Tony Hawk pro skater type game, yeah. you could play at like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like a, a at the Illustrious Pain Field. <laughs> uh, I just want you to know that I go plane watching at Painfield a lot to see the Dreamlifter. It carries parts around for the Dreamliner. Yeah. Okay, it's, yeah. uh, it's a converted 747. There's four of them. I track them all on Flight Aware because I'm a nerd. And my kid loves airplanes. And so we go there quite a bit. And now I've become friends with a guy called He's a former pilot that just watches planes land. He's pretty weird. He never remembers <laughs> me, so he tells me all the same stories every time I go there. Like he used to fly for now he's a counselor for the pilots that are getting laid off. I'm like, okay, great. I probably should just delete that. It, I probably have shared too much. Um, but he told me that the Dreamlifter has engines that are like 40% stronger than even those on Air Force One. That it's like their priority aircraft for Boeing to be able to move these dumb parts around everything. I love them. It looks like it's never getting off the ground. But I feel like you could play a soccer match inside the Dreamlifter. It's so big and bulbous. You probably could, especially if you tried to put New York City FC's field in there. It'd probably fit like three times. Yeah, you have space, man. Be like, we're, we have all this room for concession and activities. <laughs> um, because it's been so long since the, the the Sounders played, let alone played at home. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's been a kind of crappy run of form. Three coming off of three straight losses. Yeah. Um, it's it's good to remember. That the Sounders are still undefeated at home, which is the probably the only reason that they're still in third place in the Western Conference. Oh, this isn't a new season. I just assumed that we were starting a new <laughs> season now. It's like the like the leagues. This in- is the Clausura instead of the Apertura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the second half, right? Oh no, wait. This yeah. is the last game of the first half. We're seventeen out of thirty-four. Okay, my bad. Yeah, match seventeen. Literally this weekend will be the halfway point of the season. Um, which is usually when the Sounders start getting good. So we're going to have to see how this one goes this year. Um, undefeated at home. Road form is atrocious. Uh, the home record's only reason they're still in third. Um, and they might stay in third, uh, but I'm a little bit worried about after this uh, 17th match moving forward because half of our players are dead. Dude, don't worry, man. Hashtag Justin Dillon. We're safe, bro. <laughs> um Coming into this match, basically we've we've already kind of belabored the point that basically nobody is available, and yeah. the Sounders are about to start the mandatory conscription. Um, everybody's going to go have to watch TV and figure out their draft number based on their birthday, and then we're all going to get called in to play for the team. Jesus, um, I've seen dark. the media match. This is bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I hurt my hamstring. <laughs> That's okay. I have flat feet. <laughs> You're supposed to say bone spurs. Bone spurs. There we go. I have boner spurs. Oh boy. <laughs> we can, uh, but going into the match, you know, people were wife. asking, <laughs> what's that? I said, RIP your wife. <laughs> I think that's how chicken, I think that's how chickens impregnate each other. <laughs> they have like boner barbs spurs, on, barbs on the end of their penis. RIP and P. <laughs> Um, going into this match, the, you know, some journalists and media were asking Brian Schmetzer, you know, who's going to play? How do you, how do you do, what do you do with this lineup? And, and Brian Schmetzer said, 
don't worry, we can get creative with the lineup, which confirms my theory that Brian dry Meredith macaroni. Brian Meredith is playing midfield. <laughs> no, my theory is that dry macaroni glued to a piece of construction paper <laughs> shaped like Raul Ruiz Diaz will be starting up top for the uh, green this weekend. You are incorrect. It is Fusilli Jerry from Seinfeld. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so everything is, is to say that the Sounders have next to no forwards available. Literally, they're only player available well let's put it this way their last match in the mls was against uh montreal and they played will bruin up top will bruin is um done for the season yeah the only other forward that was on the roster that day was alfonso ocampo chavez who is like a 15 year old or 16 year old playing with the the sounders academy uh now signed to oh it's not that chick that everyone hates (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uh, or the 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 joke that's been beaten into the ground too hard, the uh, rave green New Deal, and yes, I was part of that person beating that joke into the ground. Um, so with Bruin injured, Raul Ruiz still at Copa America, Morris at the Gold Cup, the Sounders are literally as of right now without signing Justin Dillon, as far as we know yet. The Sounders are down to a 17 year old kid as the only available forward on the roster to play this weekend. Let's hope they're not carding people at the at the match. <laughs> we we have the opportunity this weekend to have the another Virgin Bud Light Limerita man of the match. <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> okay, so I guess the question um, then, Brandon, is when we're looking at someone to step up and like be a veteran to be have any MLS starting experience like when we're looking for a hero I use that word loosely who are we looking at the only the only person I could think of is Victor Rodriguez oh yeah he's He's back with less hair Victor Rodriguez is back uh never went anywhere scored in his last two matches scored a free kick in the U.S. Open Cup which I it's it's very dubious. Hurt. It's dubious that it's awarded to him because it was like a, the biggest deflection that could have ever ever, ever been deflected. Uh, scored in the Open Cup. Scored a PK uh, versus Montreal in the last MLS match. Um, the Sounders likely go into this not relying on a 17-year-old or 16-year-old kid to carry the team on his back. Instead, they'll probably play what they call a false nine, where you end up with like a midfielder uh, playing up top who is kind of back to goal and, and trying to play in the wingers. Brian um, Meredith. Yeah, I got it. Brian Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Victor Rodriguez, I think is going to be the guy that everybody, everything is going to run through. You don't have Ladero. You don't have Jordan Morris. Yeah. No, you, you don't, don't have anybody. Have, There's nobody. Basically nobody. Is, is Harry Ship still alive or is he covered in barnacles? I don't know. Didn't he get hurt in one of the last yeah, games? I, be- I believe you. Just like when you told me Victor Rodriguez played recently, I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't even remember that. Wasn't he hurt <laughs> That's for because forever? It's been 90 years since the last time the Sounders played. Enough. It's been enough time for Aerosmith to be playing in Vegas and for Stephen Fry to fly down there, watch it, and come back in time for training. Yeah, I mean, he's done like 40 murals in that time. It's crazy. <laughs> when when we're looking at the, what are they called? Vancouver Whitecaps FC? That's the one. Uh, the great stadium up there, too. I mean, they're playing here, I realize, but I just want to give a plug for that stadium for some reason. Um, that was pretty fun. That was a fun day. And they have a turf bony, which we don't have. So. Ah, we got to steal the turf bony. ECS, I'm calling on you to steal the turf bony. So looking at a villain for Vancouver, I don't like. I don't even know what to expect. They had that one Korean kid. Is he still good? Uh, I mean, he's still good, but I think the villain is going to have to be Freddie Montero. But he's a he's hero! Got- 
He did, he, that, he did that throwback series with Steve Visakawani where he was like, I love Seattle still. Are we going to call him a villain? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to look at the guy that is going to do the most damage to the Sounders, it's going to be oh yeah, Frey Montero. Six hey. goals, leading the team with six goals. Four of them were penalty kicks, so <laughs> uh, I don't know how much we'll have to worry about them in the in the open play. He's the Megan uh, Rapino of of uh, Vancouver. Yeah. The, Sounder, the last time that the Sounders played against... Uh, the Whitecaps when we were there um, dreaming about turf ponies. Yeah, uh, we. I wasn't dreaming. It was right there. <laughs> it was right there. We watched. We watched the Whitecaps. It was like a super frustrating game outside of the turf pony. We watched them. The the Whitecaps play five at the back and bunker and bunker and bunker. And the Sounders came and like had seventy nine percent of the possession and like shot after shot had a pretty heroic uh, performance from the goalkeeper. Uh, it was all great. It, this is going to be a completely different game. That was when the Sounders were flying and scoring at will and uh, scoring with will. Um, and now, you know, I think there's not just blood in the water, but there's probably like blood and guts in the water and, and white caps are probably going to come out flying, even though it's a game on the road. All right. I'm not even going to worry about motivation this time. Okay. I don't even know what to say about that. I like that's because I didn't write anything there. <laughs> well, I mean, I could also, you know, I could say t- 10 things or whatever, but get a f- win, <laughs> beat Vancouver, lead the Cascadia rivalry. And Vancouver's going to be like, don't, or continue to be less bad than Portland, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, the Seattle Sounders right now are in, unless something has changed, I haven't updated this in a while, in second place in the Cascadia. Cup, whatever. Someone could just go look that up. And uh, Kevin Kelvin Leardom is still number one in the Golden Clog, as far as I know. I haven't even thought about these things in forever. Moving on! <laughs> I want to know where you're watching the match this week, Brandon. Um, well, I'm still considering I might go uh, sit in the stats booth and do some stats and watch the match from, from CenturyLink Field. Get yelled at um, for being or excited. I'm not paying attention to my calendar and uh, my yep. wife will be mad at me for not remembering that I'm actually doing something else this weekend. I'll be visiting Tom and we'll be, uh, I'll probably be mad that I can't watch it on time and then have to get it ruined by Twitter. So there we go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. TLDL, in case you just woke up driving a big rig, obviously, or maybe skydiving or something, and you're streaming this on the radio.com app or whatever. I don't know. Um, In case you just woke up too long, didn't listen. Too long, didn't listen. Stephen Fry's favorite Aerosmith song, Pangea. Didn't even know that they had that. All right. Too long, didn't listen, Trinidad and Toboggan. We're doing all the marketing for them now, and it's way better. <laughs> it is way better. Yeah, thank uh, you. Too long, didn't listen. <laughs> Chickens have spurs in their penises. Oh, that's why Tottenham Hotspur have a chicken on there. Chris. <laughs> Tottenham spur penises. Chicken, chicken, spur, chicken spur dicks. Tottenham chicken spur dicks. <laughs> I don't know if I can say any of that. Solid. Solid. <laughs> Take a look at your Crystal Pepsi ball. Ooh, glimmery. And give me a prediction for this match, Brandon. Good fucking luck. Uh, I'm taking a deep look into my uh, swirling clear cup of Crystal Pepsi. And You know who did the theme song for Crystal Pepsi? No. Van Hagar, right now! That that dude from Aerosmith? <laughs> How dare you to say your prediction? Let's get out of here. I think it's uh, the Sounders will do to Vancouver what Vancouver did to them in Vancouver and walk away with a 0-0 draw. 
uh, bunkering their way through. For the first time ever, Brandon, I'm going to predict something that uh, it'll be a unique prediction. I'm going to say 3-1 Vancouver. What? Ooh, ouch. But, but, two goals for Brad Bradsmith. Oh, good. (laughs) For Vancouver. Hey, you know what? Actually, I think that 3-1 to Vancouver uh, translates very nicely into 420 Seattle, 69 Vancouver. 